0: Welcome to Let's Book Clients, the podcast, where we provide actionable marketing steps and mindset tips to help you find and book the right clients who trust you on a consistent basis so you can stop feeling overwhelmed, stuck, and stressed, and start feeling like the amazing, unstoppable entrepreneur that I know you are. My name is Michelle Braswell, and I'm right here with you along the way with two bite-sized episodes per week. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's get started. These are some things that I hear from my clients on a regular basis about writing blog posts for their business. I want a blog, but dot, 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 all different kinds of things. Or I know blog posts boost my SEO so my future clients can find me online. Or I don't have time to come up with blog post ideas, let alone write the blog post. In the title of this episode, I promised you a simple and effective blog post idea. Like in the last quote, the main thing stopping business owners from blogging isn't really the time it takes to actually write the post, it's the brain space that it requires to come up with a topic that is effective and will resonate with their audience. We're solving that here today. Seven weeks ago, I started an experiment. Today, the seventh edition of my five Friday faves email goes out to my email list community. The first edition was literally just the five things with links to where to find them. I wanted to test it and see if my audience even cared about this idea. By the seventh edition today, it has become more of a conversation with my audience, and it's a conversation that I'm realizing looks a lot like a blog post and a very effective one at that. As you might suspect, since today is a podcast topic about this idea that I'm sharing with you, it has been wildly successful. It remains wildly successful, I should say. I typically do have good engagement on my email list, but these emails have had even better engagement than any other emails that I send out, and by a long shot at that. These have a very high open rate, a high click rate, and they get a lot of replies that lead to awesome conversations, which is my actual favorite thing about email marketing. I say these things about the email to say that I learned that it is a genius blog post topic for you. And of course, for me too, you'll see me adding these to a blog post in addition to the emails really soon, maybe even today. Here's why it's genius. Number one, you don't have to think very hard to come up with the content. We all have favorite things that we use because we love them. We use them daily. I'm looking at my desk and there are at least 10 things on my desk that I love using and that make my life easier. If you're keeping track, if your blog post was like mine and had five of your favorite things, that's two whole blog posts right there. Number two, it's a great way to connect with your audience who are either your past, current, or potential clients, or if they're none of these, they might be someone who refers a friend. Think about how it makes connections this way. Wouldn't you love to see what others have in their Amazon cart or in their past orders? I'm totally nosy and fascinated by this. Or do you read reviews before you purchase something? Me too. It's like getting a recommendation, which is just as good or even better than a review. Here's an example. One of my Friday faves today is my favorite natural deodorant. What does this tell my audience that could be a connection point with them? It says I prioritize clean ingredients and the ingredients that I put on and in my body. So if you are someone who also prioritizes those things, that's something that we have in common and can connect over. It seems like a really small thing, but that's the point. Here's another example. Another of my Friday faves this week is the Ninja Kitchen System. I mentioned it. I mentioned in the email that I love making my morning smoothie in it. That's another connection point. I know there are others in my audience who enjoy a morning smoothie after their workout just like I do. I guarantee you I'll get at least one email reply asking about what I put in my smoothie. That's a conversation I get to have with someone new that I might not have been able to have otherwise. Number three, you can talk about business things and personal things at the same time. I love balance, and I know my entrepreneur friends like you do too. We love our businesses, but we also have lives outside of our business. I always have at least one business thing in my Friday phase. This week, it's a link back to this podcast episode. Sometimes it's a favorite business tool or favorite business item. Sometimes it's an app or a website that I love. Sometimes it's a marketing method. I change them up, but there's always at least one thing. This helps convert your audience into clients, of course, but it's also the place where you get to add SEO keywords, which is a crucial way for clients to find you online when they search in Google. Number 4. It's five things. So those can be broken up into five different social media posts or even reels or TikToks or emails if you have an email list or hello, a podcast episode if you have a podcast. I mean, this is a podcast episode about my list of five things, but I could also be doing a podcast about those five things. It's literally content for days. Number five, you can make a little money in the process. We talk about affiliates here sometimes. This is an example of an affiliate opportunity. Here's how it works. For me, for this week, all of my favorite items happen to be Amazon finds, or four out of five of them happen to be Amazon finds. They all link back to my Amazon storefront. If you don't have an Amazon storefront and you'd like to have an Amazon storefront, shoot me an email at friends at letsbookclients.com. If you want me to show you how you can also be an Amazon affiliate, it's super easy and I mean, it's pretty awesome. I think it's, it creates a cool little storefront of your favorite things. So anyway, when someone orders one of the linked products in today's email, they pay the same list price that they would have paid whether or not I'm an affiliate for it. Amazon just puts a little commission in my account because I'm an affiliate. Now, it is not a lot, but it does help cover some small expenses or lets me give back a little more. You can also be an affiliate for apps or programs that you use and love, and those tend to pay out higher commissions. For example, I use and love a system called Ivory Mix, so I signed up to be an affiliate and I make a commission every time I recommend it, and someone purchases it, of course. The things to really keep in mind is that you should use and love a product or service before you ever consider being an affiliate for it. It's an ethical thing, right? And also know that it doesn't cost the buyer anything additional by purchasing it through your link. Sometimes they even get perks or, or discounts through your link. All right, so one more thing that is also crucial. Also make sure that you're following their terms and services for how you can share about them. Also remember that not all of your favorite things need to be things that you're an affiliate for or any of them. Mine definitely aren't. I just love sharing my faves with you and affiliate commissions are a nice perk on some of them. I could go on and on, but I always promise to keep these short so that you can take action. Your hot tip for today is an action item, and you've probably already guessed what it is. Write a blog post of your five favorite things. Or if five sounds like a lot, do three. Or do one. If you're already an affiliate for products or services, start with those. If you're not, share your favorites and start exploring what you can affiliate for. Here's you a bonus hot tip. When you go all the way to the bottom of a website, you may see a section that some refer to as the junk drawer. There's often a link to apply to be an affiliate in that space. I would love to hear what you decide to do in writing a faves blog post, or maybe even starting a series of them like I have. Send me an email. I cannot wait to see what your faves are. And as always, thank you so much for being here with me where we learn, grow and connect together. We'll see you on the next episode.